Hello viewers, uh, I'm your host Sharik Javed from German city of Munich and with me is Judy from Philippines and uh, she is a CEO of an outsourcing company. Uh, hi Judy, how are you? Hi Sharik, um, good evening from the Philippines. Right now it's 10 p.m. but <laughs> so it's night there, yeah. we're excited to um, speak to our viewers here. Mm -hmm. Uh, thanks for uh, joining the show. Uh, I will ask you to introduce yourself to our viewers. All right. So, um, again, my name is Judy, Judy Rallius, and I'm a CEO of virtualasting.com, which is an outsourcing um, company from the Philippines. Um, and we help out virtual assistants. So especially right now in this time of need, so many people don't have jobs. And so we're helping out people um, transition to a more like um, sustainable lifestyle, especially in this time. Many people actually. So it's, you are the owner of the company, or um, what's your role in the yeah. company actually? I'm the and how owner many of people the work in your company? We started um, back in. Um, 2011, that was nine years ago. And right now we have over um, more than 100 people who um, you know, are virtual assistants in our company. Okay, so what does so the home also, or you have um, your customers are most businesses this. Just, to, just for the viewers to get the better idea about your personality, what you are doing. Sure, okay. So um, essentially, uh, virtual assistants are people who, um, like for example, let's say you're running um, a business in Germany, and let's say um, you need staff, but you cannot afford like, let's say to pay full time and or maybe you you're, you just need like um let's say you don't you want to also cut costs without sourcing so you can actually take advantage of our um lower exchange rates here so um you know for just like for example in our end for just as low as 500 us dollars you can already have somebody who will work for you, let's say, as your assistant or like as your social media manager or um, let's say your accountant or whatever it is really, like lead generation, appointment mm -hmm. setter, salesperson, whatever. Yeah. So that's what a, a virtual assistant is. And that okay. is really helping out our local economy because there's so many people... Uh, from Philippines, and uh, she is the CEO of a company there with more than 100 people, 100 employees. And uh, another thing that uh, she wanted to join the session is that during this time of crisis, she wants to motivate other people, other entrepreneurs to stay positive. Mm, uh, so what, what, what do you want to say, Judy, in this time? How, are you, how is your business affected and what is the positive ways you can uh, share with other people? Okay, so um, in my end, there have been 
um, in my end, I, I consider myself very lucky and I don't want to, um, I don't want to, let's say, uh, like downplay whatever kind of experience all the other people are having right now, especially that there are so many people who are not able to work and thereby, you know, not actually getting like um, wages, especially like it's no work nor no pay at this time. But then um, in my experience, especially that um, we have shifted to online operations nine years ago, then it has been very beneficial because um, the blow to our business was not very magnified, I guess. Yeah. We, we just had one customer for now in the past month who wanted to do like a leave of absence to his team. He has a team of around like three people mm -hmm. and he has asked them to like, um do a like a leave of absence but then um for all of our other clients they've actually even added um to their workforce because the demand especially that they're also running um, an online business so the demand has been higher because people are now just sitting in their homes and needing like online assistance so i guess um, the great takeaway here is it can really be beneficial. Like, for example, at this point, um, it would be really beneficial for people to start considering online employment or like online options, especially that these things are so um, unpredictable. But then it has really benefited um, us in our end. <laughs> I'm so sorry, okay. I was rambling. No, it's okay. So it means that in your case, uh, you have not lost many customers. Only one customer uh, temporarily said that we want to leave. Okay. Uh, it will be an interesting question for many viewers, especially uh, people in Asia, for example. If they say we want to go to the online, uh, we want to um, we have an IT company, but what are the tips and tricks uh, to get the customers from abroad, from from US, for example, or for Germany? So, what do you do, especially for European countries, uh, when they have uh, they speak other languages also? Um, well, in uh, I mean, in our end, um, we really started our business, and and, and until now, we really um, capitalize on. Um, like person-to-person -person, uh, referrals. When you do a good job, people will really, um, you know, gravitate to you. But what I would say is other avenues that you can get business is to really interact with other people. Like, don't be afraid. Like, for example, um, let's say, make sure that you have a strong online presence have a website of course then you strengthen your um presence on instagram on facebook social media. and really interact with people use the social in social media and don't just like um ask for likes but really interact like for example when i follow people on instagram i really comment and not just comment for likes but really like for example i look at their stories 
and I really like if they're really up to something good, I really comment and it turns into a friendship. And in a way, um, you can then ask them how you can help or and then they also ask you how they, you can help them. Sometimes if they don't have that need for um, like virtual assistance, like in my case, then, you know, since you have formed a friendship, then they will also um, like refer people to you yeah. because they trust you. Yeah. So you think that for online business to reaching the clients, you have to make a, uh, first of all, you should have a good online presence, social media channels, and then reach the customers, follow their stories. Okay, and then you offer that, okay, that in we can, due to exchange rates or cheaper labor, we can offer a slightly reduced um, uh, resource. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a good thing. But another question is that uh, regarding the employees. So let's assume you hire some employees mm -hmm. and they are also intelligent people and slowly maybe uh, they will feel that, okay, uh, we can do it ourselves also. Uh, and, and maybe they sometimes feel that, okay, we are being underpaid. For example, some people think uh, that some of the employees uh, pay us less, but our work is uh, more. For example, one of the viewers is asking, what do you think should a person do if they believe they are facing exploitation of labor in terms of being underpaid at work? That is actually a good question. Um, in our end, um, like a lot of people would say, what, um, can people really live on the wages that you um, provide? Well, for one, ours is 500 US dollars. That's actually part-time work, that's not full-time, okay? That's just part of like um, a fraction of a day, but it can really already um, help clients who don't have like a big budget um, to start with, so they can take advantage of our team. In our end, I'm actually really a champion of this. Um, like, if you're going to ask me, our people are actually very well paid. In fact, we have a very low dropout rate for, um, like, literally, I think in the past few months, only one person quit from our business. And it was really because he had to go back to his studies. Okay. Because they're really very satisfied with the wages that they um, are provided here. We actually pay more than three times, I think, more than three times of our like minimum wage. And they also have really good um, healthcare package. And we also mm -hmm. really form like and really mold people because we train people um, to become like these virtual assistants and to really have like an online presence, digital marketing and things like that. We give that for free. And that's actually even charged in other places, like in in huge figures. But yeah. regarding the question, you know, I, I was just addressing if that was the case in our company. But regarding the question, if like, what do you think should a person do? For me, um, people should start, um, you know, look at it, looking at things in a different lens. We should not be victims. We should, you know, if you are, if you think that you are facing exploitation, then the first thing that you really should do is to be proactive and to just really quit. Do not, nobody is going to force you to stay in a job that you're facing exploitation. Unless, of course, unless if you're, let's say, um, you are uh, like, 
you're in like um sex trafficking industry or something you were really like bound to it but mm -hmm. say for example if you don't like it first is to go up to your boss and say i think that i should be paid this way but if they will not respond to it then it might be um a good idea to like um proceed and look for other job options so many people really um like would say oh that is so simplistic for you to say if you just say like you know exploitation we should like fight for it or what but i think this is a way for you to really protest to people who are not fair if they see that people are not like working for their company and always dropping out and remember hiring is actually very expensive hiring and having to hire again and again and again it's very expensive yeah. and thereby that can push them to really like think about their like labor conditions yes. and really make improvements yeah yeah thank you <laughs> that was helpful yeah yes thank you very much okay some of the viewers have joined later and actually this this topic of outsourcing it's very very interesting for people because uh, most of our viewers are um, um, have friends uh, back in asia and they are looking for these opportunities also one question is that actually answered but for the new viewers that uh, what sort of outsourcing do you provide uh, you already answered but you can answer again uh, sure. so it motivates the people answer. to do the same um, explain it in depth so we provide like um business solutions specifically um these are the things that you can ask your virtual assistant to do um help you with your social media presence help you gain more fans um followers to your vlog blog whatever um help you like look for active customers really like let's say do your email marketing or even like social selling or even um, telemarketing, they can really like uh, talk to people and ask them to sign up to your service. Whatever kind of um, sales strategy that you would like to do, you can discuss it to him or her or them if it's a team. And then you can start um, having like, um, you can start um, them with like doing the tasks we also yeah. have like customer service people, graphic designers, um, data miners, web developers, or like helping you out with your WordPress, um, and even like helping you create your chatbots and stuff like mm -hmm. that, like automation. So, so it means that whenever you find new business, you go for that because you can find resource. Uh, so another question will be uh, from the viewers is that uh, when. Uh, when you started when you started back in 2011 and now you have grown to more than 100 people and you are the ceo of that company so where did you start looking at the projects uh, from which country for example and now where are your most most customers located in is it in us or it's spread over all the all over the world i'm going to uh, be glad to discuss that so when i started i was actually a freelancer like so many of the people right now right I was a free, I was a freelancer. I really did not expect that I would actually want to start a business because to be honest, I just I just wanted to be lazy. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. wanted to stay at home 
just like now, <laughs> stay at home, right? But um, what happened was because I come from a customer service background and as a person, I'm pretty much very like caring to my customers. And what happened was they really liked my work. So they kept on referring me to their friends who are entrepreneurs as well. And, and then my business really grew and I couldn't really like manage it anymore. So I started um, asking my family members to even um, do the work and help me um, mm. and manage. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So I started hiring around five people, then 10 people. Then it grew to like 20. 50, 100, even more than 200. I At one point, I actually had two call centers in the Philippines. And although I don't have a call center anymore because I'm, I'm really over it, I'm tired of like managing like a huge office. And mm -hmm. I want to do things like telecommuting, but it's still quite a big company. But then I really started by just offering help. Okay. Of course, okay. I started like searching online like um you know we all start by searching online how to make money online right mm. and we get into these scams and whatever and i have gone through that whole bs wherein i wrote 50 articles and i was not paid i was just given a gift card in amazon for 20 dollars for 50 articles that i created and it was so heartbreaking for me that I also had an epiphany back then. If there was a company who would vet clients and help me really get like a, a, a proper wage, I'm going to sign up for that company. <laughs> so that's what happened to me. Um, so you can really just join groups and um, like advertise your services or first of all, even offer to help. Even for a wage that is like, for example, if you really just started, offer to help even for free. I'm not saying that you're going to allow yourself to be exploited, but maybe just for like to be given a review, try to help somebody. Maybe you have a friend who has a business, you offer help to that somebody, then ask them to review you. Then maybe you start with like five people who you will help don't work for them for an entire year yeah. for yeah, i will just uh, pause for a moment it's a very good tip so for, for viewers who joined right now so we are we are talking to you judy and she is telling us ways for new people who want to start a new business outsourcing business and uh, for example especially if they are uh, they are in a country where their the hourly rate is slightly less and She's trying to help uh, ways to find the customers, right? And yeah. she's saying that in the start, we can offer help for free also or for lower charges just to get good reviews. And then people will start recommending. And later on, you yeah. can then get towards a bit, bit higher salary after getting a good reputation. Yes, please continue. Yes. In fact, that happened to me. Like I offered help to one customer for free. And I really just told him, I hope, okay, I will help you for free because he didn't have a lot of money at that time. And I was thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, I also don't have money. I want money. Mm -hmm. And I was battling with myself. Am I going to help this guy or not? 
But then, I don't know. Maybe I was having a good day at that time. I felt good. And I wanted to be somebody's angel. So I helped him. And the next week, I did not expect it. But he referred me to like 50 of his friends. Oh, and wow. it was so amazing. And from nothing, I automatically like... Within a few weeks, I was already earning like six figures, and I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. And then uh, when you were not expecting, and a lot of business came, a lot of tasks came. Yes. So how did you find the resources for that immediately? Well, because um, uh, in my end, I'm quite the strategist myself. I love to create like systems and things like that. So I really got down into business and. I was like, and I, my mom also has um, an entrepreneurial background. My mom also like um, had her own businesses when she wasn't retired, but now she's like just resting. And she was giving me advice about like, okay, this is how we're going to hire and whatever. And then I enacted immediately. I wasn't like sleeping a lot at that time. And immediately we got down to business and it was really great. That's so good. don't lose hope. Like, I mean, that was quite a slump in my life from the time that I, because I experienced like a huge uh, business downfall at that time. And that was actually how I jumped into that. And then those 50 people referred me to more people. That's great. Um, just to get the idea. So from where, which part of the world you have most customers? I can or it's spread all over the world? Well, um, most of our customers are in the U.S. Um, and then secondary would be U.K. and Canada. They're so in the English-speaking countries. Canada. Yes, because, um, because in my end, I speak English. Um, aside from my first language, which is, which is Filipino. But then... Um, other than that, I don't know how to speak like Chinese or, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it means that um, uh, for outsourcing, you were sitting in Philippines. You said you have you had resources and you were looking for businesses and you got success in the countries, more success in the countries, uh, English speaking countries like US, Canada, New Zealand, maybe. Um, and But still, maybe you must have tried in some other countries like... Um, People understand English nowadays. Uh, for example, like countries like Germany, UK, oh, yeah. Germany, or France. Did you ever try? European countries. Um, we have clients, although they're not like the biggest market, but we do have clients from all over, you know, the world except Antarctica. We've had clients like in all continents, really. I have clients um, in Malta, in um, Bulgaria, in Spain, um, Argentina. And but no, you don't, you have no clients in Germany yet. Right now, no clients um, in Germany. But maybe you can refer some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I get a good commission. <laughs> okay, of so we actually have it, a, This can um, be also an opportunity, you know. So yeah, the are sitting here. So for Germany, normally it's uh, it's also like a trust issue. Uh, companies who are who are. Uh, lucky to have uh, pro outsourcing projects and they have at least one or two salesperson over here or they have um, in Philippines or in India, in Pakistan, but they must speak German. For example, it's 
it's it often be, the case. Yeah. Although um, my, uh, I do uh, for German projects, I believe that we can get um, German speaking um, people as well. My sister even uh, learned German because she was in, she was living for a time in Switzerland. And I know that she has friends who have also gone through that. Although she's in the UK right now, but um, she really studied German along with a lot more other Filipinos. Okay, great. So um, uh, we, we were, so dear viewers, we are talking about, uh, talking to Judy about how to start an, a new business, outsourcing business and how to win customers internationally. And another beauty of this outsourcing business is you can work from home also yeah. and you're flexible with your working hours. Um, and she, in this time of coronavirus crisis, she has not, not lost customers. This is also great. And but that's have why a company of over hundred people to engage in my business. I encourage you, like, for example, if you're, um, if you've just lost your job, maybe this would be a time to think about all the skills that you can share to the world and really capitalize on that because the business world has not really truly stopped. Um, there are industries that have been on a standstill, like for example, you know, people who are, let's say, who really have to like street vendors or something, <laughs> or like yes. even restaurants have now transitioned to online deliveries, right? Yeah. So so in your case, let's assume uh, you have a company of over 100 people. So they are working now from home or they are coming to the office these days? I have people who go to my office. They're specific, just very specific staff because I really prefer most of my staff to go uh, and just work at home because I love working at home. That's the exact reason why I started the business, right? Because I love yeah. lounging, in, lounging in my pajamas and just working. But mm -hmm. for now, because obviously we've been um, like on um, uh, on home quarantine, I've actually even started having them on home base more than a month ago, like earlier than other companies, because I did not want to be infected. So <laughs> I wanted them to stay at home like okay. earlier. So, um, so that's actually good. Uh, but how do you manage your over 100 employees uh, when they are at home, for example? Is it uh, tough or for everyone at home? Is the environment is also not that, you know, um, so work friendly sometimes? Okay. Well, for if you're like, I would not be a hypocrite to say that I did not have difficulties. Remember that I've run this company for nine years already. And along the way, I've had so much difficulty because obviously, you know, I wasn't a boss before. Um, I also wasn't like, you know, um, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't a manager um, in an, I mean, I was in a way a manager before, but just a small team, not a big team and not a big company and definitely not, you know, working with so many people, but then you do get, um, you do get used to it, you learn. But the most important part for me that really helped me with managing people is, um, you know, killing that ego that you're mm -hmm. always right. So with that being said, 
I started to accept help because before I used to feel like I'm the boss. I'm always right. And you shouldn't question me. And whatever I do, you cannot like refute that. And because I felt that kind of ego wherein nobody can really talk to me, it would, you know, and just like everybody else, if you have a bad boss, then you will always feel like I cannot have creative freedom. I, mm -hmm. I don't have like any say, but right now we have this culture wherein we're a family. I have, it helps me because I started to accept help. It's so important as a leader to, um, to recognize that you're not perfect and thereby to really delegate. And so I have, um, admin staff who help me i have an operations manager i have a talent acquisitions manager they they're super awesome my talent um, acquisitions manager started as um, a working student here six years ago she was working as a virtual assistant and studying and now that she's graduated she's now a licensed psychometrician mm -hmm. she's been with us um for six years already and she's really doing great. She's really able to manage her department well. And she also gets help um, from yeah. other staff as well. So it's like that. Um, just have a good uh, culture. Be open to like feedback. Be open to accepting help. Because if you think you're perfect, then you're not going to be a good leader. And you cannot manage an entire like company that way. Yeah, so that's also very good. So you said you're not like a boss. boss you have person. tools, by the way. We have tools. So we just okay. use like time tracking tools. If you're asking about like how to manage an entire like group, there are management tools. We just ask our VAs to also like give us a pre-shift and post-shift report. And these, um, let's say, they have managers like the VAs have um, team leads, um, managers who will check on their productivity and we really connect with them. Like, how are you, you know, put the humanity into the job, I guess. So it, so in your company, you're not like very strict with the bossy environment and checking about the times, but you're giving them the freedom and feel that it is your company and you are free to be innovative. And uh, so another good question in this regard is that uh, I think this very, very good for especially housewives, you know, people, um, uh, the women who are at at home. Uh, so which one is simple and good, good business for housewives? I think online business gives a lot of opportunity because when kids, uh, you cannot go nine to five, many women cannot go, but when the kids are in the school or in the evening when they are slept, they can do this business. What do you think about that? Actually, okay, I one inspiration that I actually created my company was because I have friends who were mothers and fathers. And like when they were so caught up with working outside of their office, um, it became so hard and like they can't interact with their kids, they can't help out, or maybe one husband, um, like one spouse has to um, like suffer and not really like get any income so that they can watch over the kids and you know do the household stuff while the other one goes to work. And 
the world is so progressive right now and we are so lucky to live in a time wherein anything is really possible and so that's how i really came up with this company although i'm not saying that this is the only kind of company that you can start i can mm -hmm. give you some examples of course but like number one is really to think about what your skills are and to become like an online worker a virtual assistant a freelancer or whatever you can advertise your services in upwork or fiverr or you know things like that another is if you want to um if you have a product if you if you're good at a certain thing then you actually sell that product online and you can do it um like for example in my end i helped out my mother by um let's say we had a pet project and i didn't expect it to be very very um like successful wherein she's really good in cooking and there was this particular food product that she's really good at we packaged it i posted it online i create um i created like a facebook ad campaign and like a marketing strategy for it mm -hmm. and within like within the following week we were already getting like 100 orders every day and that was like around like for example in pesos that was like around thirty thousand pesos in a day yeah um, it's really good money so just think about what you can offer to the world is it a product is it a service and then share it you know yeah. don't be selfish and share it <laughs> mm -hmm. so they have another question uh, for example a guy uh, but Parman is asking that if the moms or housewives are uneducated or she don't know how to use the internet or computer, then which one is good business for her? Okay. If you don't want to like, let's say for example, you just want to do it on your own. As I was saying, think about a service. Uh, I mean, a service or a product that you're actually good at. Like for example, if you're not very good at like social media or like automations and stuff like that, maybe you can do something. As I was saying, are you good at cooking? Maybe you can create the product. And then if you're not good at advertising on the internet, maybe you can, you can partner with somebody who is. And then, right. yeah, right? Like for example, you offer um, the product, like for example, maybe you can create a reseller program, right? Like for example, let's say your product, let's say you're selling, um, let's say cupcakes. It could be anything really, but let's say cupcakes. Maybe in your country, each cupcake would um, be around a dollar. Let's say, let's say $1 or $3 per cupcake. Make it really, try your very best to make it as expensive looking as possible. And we all know food, it's not that expensive really it's just the perceived value for it so you can actually create like a huge mark margin for it then maybe what you really just spent on that cupcake is just 10 cents so then you offer it to resellers you can post online who wants to resell my cupcakes you can also like identify stores who mm. need more stocks and you can just deliver it. And then maybe you can say, 
this the um suggested retail price for this is a dollar or a dollar fifty i can give this to you for 50 cents so we can you can really like earn from this and i'll do the labor something like that think about whatever kind of service or product that you can do and think about it in that way then you can make your business grow it i yeah, i this is very good idea so yeah. it means that people who don't have a skill but you need to be innovative and you need to think and you can partner with other people who have the, those skills of course very nice so another also, question was by the way you can also learn new skills yes yes yesterday we had a guest uh, from washington and she was telling that at the mid age after 30s she totally changed her profession you need to be motivated and these days everything is possible you can change your Fashion, by the way, Farman is saying uh, thank you very much for your answers. <laughs> so another question is, it's not relevant um, to outsourcing, but generally, as people are curious about Philippines, so they're asking what kind of businesses are best in Philippines or in general? Okay. Well, um, there's so many, like for me right now, um, the Philippines, I mean, as a Filipino, um, obviously there's so many Filipinos who like aspire to go abroad, um, because they think that the money is out there, but I digress because there's so much money to be made in the Philippines. I mean, apart from what has happened right now with coronavirus, that's so unprecedented, but, mm. um, prior to this, I mean, the real estate market is booming. So, um, in my end, other businesses that I am engaged in is I actually, um, um, me and my friends have actually like started constructing a hostel, which will have like a cafe and stuff like that. Right now it's on a standstill, but I'm still very um, optimistic about it because travel and real estate um, and all that, um, like that scene, the hostel scene is super booming in the Philippines. Um, hospitality, um, even food is booming mm -hmm. in the Philippines. There's a lot of money to be made in the Philippines. You just have so people to can people from outside uh, uh, outside Philippines can invest in these areas also. Yes, that's the reason why. Um, like, because I'm, uh, I also have a real estate company, by the way, and. Um, that's the reason why recently we get requests from clients who are looking for, let's say, um, a thousand hectares of land. Like, for example, there's so many countries mm. investing in the Philippines right now, like China, the Chinese, the Russians, the Americans, um, even like European countries and um, the Middle East have been investing greatly in the Philippines as of late um, because our um, they say that our um, economy is like the fastest economy that's growing. And we've been cited by like a lot of um, uh, websites like Business Insider, um, Entrepreneur, that it's really a great country to invest in. Mm -hmm. And I really um, noticed a huge uptake in that, like um, foreigners buying islands here um, to be made into like um, beach paradises. Um, what else? Um, whatever. There's a lot you can yeah. invest. You can reach out to me if you want to invest. I can always talk business because I have a lot of experience in um, a lot of different verticals. 
thank you thank you very much for giving idea about uh, investments going on in um, philippines uh, so the viewers who are watching so you can ask some questions uh, yeah. we are going towards the last part of our show uh, <laughs> another so so Judy is a CEO of an outsourcing company with over 100 employees, and she shared the tips about how she started, how to get the first customers, uh, and then how to manage the employees with having the good relationship, and uh, then. Uh, I also want to spread positivity uh, in these times of coronavirus when they from the news people are getting negative. Uh, negative uh, ideas so what how do you want to spread positivity okay in my end i i can see that somebody here is asking right like um nowadays almost everybody is using social media the whole world is connected what's the best way to use social media to spread positivity for me okay in my end i want to reach out to people because I also um, have problems with anxiety and depression. I've even been like um, diagnosed with clinical depression, and it takes a lot for me because, of course, in my end, I have to um, appear in the best way and also like um, not just appear, but really to be present to my employees, to my community, and to my family, right? And mm -hmm. As somebody who has gone through um, like anxiety, depression, and things like that, I do have very important tips to really share to the world, especially that it's it's a very like unsettling time right now. We are facing like, what is this? Is this extinction or what? Is this the is this the end of the world as we know it? But I want to inform everybody that the way that we can handle this is to be very present and in the moment be very mindful like for example be very conscious about the messages that you mm -hmm. feed your brain this is not the time to be on social media and like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling on the body count because we know already that it's a killer disease is there a point that we have to like know like on this hour, 1,000 people died. And then on this hour, another 1,000 people died. If you want to preserve your sanity, this would be a good time to maybe like get um, very conscious about like in, if for example, it is the end of the world, would I want to spend my time scrolling on Facebook? or scrolling on like all these toxic media mm -hmm. in my end i even uninstalled a lot of apps because it wasn't it wasn't like feeding and nurturing me very uh, well yeah. and then that was the time that i started like um journaling like how i felt and how can i dispel these fears and so you can also Another advice that I can really say is even if there's so much negativity in the world, let's focus on the positives. Like, for yes. example, you know, start writing or like start journaling what you're happy about each day. Like, for example, um, I've started 
I, I mean, I've been doing that practice, but more so than ever, I really like, um, I really make a ritual out of it every morning. It's so cheesy, but I will share it to you. And it's so useful. I mm -hmm. put on like the most soothing music. I love like classics. Um, and I also like love Yoruma or, you know, meditation music. And then I light candles uh, or you can put on your essential oils. Mm -hmm. And and then you start, you know, and then you like say thank you to whoever, like whatever and whoever God that you're worshiping or like the universe. Like, for example, in my end, I would say thank you, God, for, you know, um, giving me a roof in my head on like on top of my head right now. I'm in an air conditioned room. I'm happy because I have a lot of food. Um I have a cat who is very bothersome but loves me anyway. Things like that. We have to focus on the positives. Yeah. And then, very good tip. Yeah. Yes. And so, then most of all, think about how you can be productive right now. Because if we're going to like imagine if if let's say this stretches on until the end of this year. I mean, God forbid, I hope this is just three months, but we can never tell, right? Oh. But Try to be as productive as you can be by not like focusing on like scrolling and scrolling. Maybe this would be a time where you can really ask yourself, what was it that I've always told myself I'm going to do but never got to do? And like, for example, in my end, you know, painting. I even have a huge canvas here that I've started painting on. And it's actually been a delight because... I've been running this company for so long that I've not had a lot of time with my creative um, pursuits. And this is a perfect time to start like painting, drawing, um, mm -hmm. singing or whatever, start a YouTube channel, you know, um, and even like call people and, you know, be like some sort of counselor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So actually, I'm really, really happy you, you shared very good message here, actually. Uh, not to think about all the negatives, but uh, thank God for all the good things we have. And and even if you said if if it's the end, to enjoy this, enjoy this time. Um, so as time. you said that your business is not affected, but for people who are working in restaurants or for people who are working in factories and they are at home, uh, can you share some business idea? Umar is asking if you can share some business ideas which we can do during this disease time. Uh, when we are at home okay first of all i don't want people to start like capitalizing on the coronavirus like for example bloating up the prices of toilet paper or bloating up the prices of let's say face masks or things like that i actually even tell my staff and my people we're not the kind of people who will do that because that is so unethical and things like that and that's what I wanted to, but there's so many business ideas. If you really are um, a true blue entrepreneur, you will have great ideas. So in my end, at the top of my head, let's say I don't like, let's say I'm going to put myself in the shoes of somebody who really lost their job right now and have no idea what to do. Uh, and given that, let's say I'm not Judy, I'm not running this company. You know what I would, the first idea that I thought of was 
what am I good at? In my end, I'm really good at cooking, to be honest. I love cooking. And so I really thought about this. Like, I even have um, a friend that um, I even encouraged because she's also a talented cook. And you know what? Um, right now, the frontliners um, right now are still working, right? Or there's so many families right now who, let's say they're mothers, but they're not so good in cooking. Maybe you can create batches of like yummy food and deliver it. Have because the delivery and the logistics people are still there, right? Maybe you can yes. create like packages for let's say people are still um celebrating birthdays right now, even if it's on lockdown, right? And so maybe if you're a good baker, you can bake goodies you can bake cakes and then deliver it for people and really make people uh like announce it even on your facebook wall and instagram like i'm accepting orders and we will deliver even if it's a coronavirus um you can also like offer let's say for example you're not a cook maybe you can also let's say let's say you're into fitness and you used to be like a trainer um in a physical gym maybe you can offer um exercise uh tips and like personal training via zoom or streaming yes. services Very good idea. or you can start a youtube channel around it and maybe that would be like a long uh long game for you or for example let's say you um let's say you're uh, a good Let's say you give good advice on certain things, maybe advice on investing, advice on personal finance, invest, uh, like advice on, let's say, um, anxiety, depression, things like that. Maybe you're a therapist. Then you can start your services online. You offer it first to your friends and then they will start referring. Then you start um, like sharing it on different social media platforms that you are open for business, you are open for live consultations online. Maybe if even if you're a lawyer, you're a doctor or whatever kind of, let's say you're an accountant, maybe you can say, okay, I can give like accounting advice online. These are my mm -hmm. rates, whatever. You can even set up like um, your Zoom to act or like I think, you can set up your Zoom to receive payments, I believe, or in other platforms. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. These are good ideas. And um, so the, these will motivate people to still think. Think and utilize this time very positively. Yes. And, um, and still thank God for all the things that we have. Um, so we are we have we are going towards the end. Uh, last part, last question just to you is that okay, once this is over, this pandemic situation is over and lockdown is over then what will be the first thing you will do me okay yeah. <laughs> the first thing is i will get a massage i will get my nails done because i have this team who actually comes see i'm still gonna stay home <laughs> because i'm paranoid and i know that even after the lockdown maybe there will still be like some let's say some few cases and but i really just need my glam team shout out to celebrity nails in cebu i love them so much and 
I will ask them to come here and do my hair, nails, um, foot scrub, body scrub, everything. <laughs> That's my like biggest fantasy right now. I need a massage. <laughs> You're so, welcome. <laughs> yeah. So Judy, thank you very much. It was a pleasure to have you at our show. And I think uh, many viewers will really be motivated with your positive energy, your ideas. And I am sure people will start some new business, maybe online business, use this time to learn some new skill, maybe some new business ideas you gave, and especially your speciality outsourcing. People will be uh, encouraged to do some outsourcing. And thank you very much and have a nice day, healthy time ahead, and maybe we see you again in our show sometime. Thank sure. you. Sure. I mean, I would love to be on your show again. It was wonderful to be talking to people. Um, you know, uh, you can always like ask me questions at any time. I'm a ball of energy right now because I'm just staying at home. And, um, you know, by the way, for the entrepreneurs out there, just wanted to tell you that we give a 40 hour free trial for the outsourcing services. If you want to, you know, especially for entrepreneurs right now, everybody is like really scared about this time. But I encourage you, instead of contracting, expand. Okay. This is not the time to slow down and really like, you know, just count the days to your death. This is the time to really expand and really think of the ways to counteract and really grow your business in this scenario because it might last long, right? And if you need help, we have a 40-hour free trial. Just head over virtualasting.com. And you can even so can meet... You, can you write the website name? or So we will add it in the comments later on. Yes. The website name. And the comment. It's virtualasting.com. And you can personally email me at judy at virtualasting.com. I'll also put that um, in the comments below later. Virtualasting.com? Virtualasting. Virtual and then A-S-T-I-N-G.com. Okay. okay. I'm writing it here. Hey, okay, yeah. it's already there, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Charlene. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, thank you, Judy. It was a it was a pleasure to have you in at our show. And have a nice day, nice evening. You have a nice day. And thank you, thank you to all the viewers. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to all the viewers who were here with us. Uh, one last thing before signing off. Tomorrow we will have our first guest at uh, 5.30 p.m. German time, Claudia from Bayreuth, and she was um, in medical profession, and now she, she switched to entrepreneurship, and she will have some nice tips. And till tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. German time, goodbye to Sharik Javed from Munich and from Judy from Philippines. Thank goodbye. you. Bye.